0: Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Pod. I'm Lauren. I'm Jules. I'm Jai. Hi. Oh my gosh, I'm really excited. I want to play the Missy Elliott remix like in the beginning because <laughs> we're remixing Romeo and Juliet finally because our early one was like COVID times and... We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Or... Was it?
1: I actually feel like it was yesterday.
0: <laughs> no, Jules was just actually listening to it. It was like, hey, what are you doing for quarantine? Are you watching Tiger King? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Wait, so Jules, you did it too? Like, no, she was
0: listening to it. Listening oh, okay, to our I old know. one, yeah. I, I can't even remember. I, I
1: was thinking, why were we redoing this one? Um, it feels like it was like last year, honestly. Does it really? Yeah.
0: I mean, most people already know that like me and me and already did this episode, so like along like two or maybe three years ago, almost now. But we have history with this film, blah blah blah. But Jules, who's like a newcomer to this whole thing, which is why I'm really excited to get your takes on this. So, like, yeah, Jules, what is your what's your like hot your initial hot take? Like, what's your vibe?
2: At first, I. Like, okay, I didn't watch it because my whole viewpoint, or or like the reason why I didn't watch it for so long was like my whole viewpoint was like I loved Titanic and like I didn't really need some other love story. And what made me change my opinion was not only was like, Lauren, like you have to watch this, like Titanic fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I heard a song off of, uh, the soundtrack and i like became obsessed with it and i was like okay maybe i do need to check out this film because if like the soundtrack's so good and like the soundtrack's legendary but like again because i had never seen the movie i didn't really listen to it but it was the um the butthole surfers song whatever oh, uh, gonna... i had a dream and yeah. it like reeled me in and honestly that song sounds like it was made for twin peaks Um, it's very David Lynch and so and like I'm a sucker so I was like okay well let me watch this movie and um I I'm kicking myself that I didn't watch it sooner
1: (laughs) right we've been telling you to watch it since we met you
2: yeah you guys have
1: (laughs)
0: there are a lot Lost in Translation is next up too that you have not seen that you're gonna it's gonna change you I mean it just (laughs) is (laughs) it really is uh, well, this, I- this changed me. This was my my Twilight. Uh, the people now who were changed by Twilight in like 08, this was like that for me. I was like 13. So I was like in that era of like, oh my God, this set totally unreal expectations for everything in life because nothing looked like this. Leo was never going to be in my life. And it just seemed so unattainable, but like the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen, you know? Totally, it's totally. Insane.
2: It's, yeah, I... I was obsessed with it. Like once I watched it, I'm still kind of obsessed with it. Um, and when you're talking about like Twilight, because I know your friend was like, "Well, like it's not that similar." It is. It is. <laughs> it's so similar. It's a it's a love story, and also like the second Twilight movie is like the beginning, like opening quote is Romeo and Juliet quote, and yeah. like basically the second book is like an interpretation of Romeo and Juliet where it's like you know somewhat like edward thinks bella killed herself and so he's gonna kill himself you know but it's like it's a, a not so tragic romeo and juliet
0: <laughs> it's star-crossed lovers that's the blueprint of like romeo and Juliet's the blueprint for almost like every tragic love story yes yeah just sure. it just basically is but baz lerman i have to say director who now has done elvis most recently which have i know Jai, you've seen right
1: yeah, I tried to get you to watch it, but you
0: don't I, want to. I watched 20 minutes, and I was like, I don't care. I, I just don't care yeah, about Elvis You all have this to keep watching. All.
1: I never cared about Elvis until I watched the film, and I was like, the acting is so incredible. Um, The style is cool, too. I mean, I, what I like about his films is like he doesn't actually make a lot of movies, but the ones that he's made, I think, I mean, he's done lots of shorts and stuff in Australia, but... Uh, they're kind of epic like really epic so I guess those films take years to be made but um, he hadn't done one since The Great Gatsby I think
0: yeah so a long time ago
1: Um, I, I literally like was so into the whole Elvis um sort of like like life story because I didn't really know much about him
0: I think I know a lot about him and I still am not That interested, Um, but for me too, like as a lot of people know, like I have to be into the actors. I'm I'm not a fan of uh, Austin Butler like at all. I kind of think he's whatever. So like that, if if I'm not into. The actor really, like, I have to say, too, another behind-the-scenes moment, which I don't even know if we talked about it before, but if you're listening to just this one and you listen to the other one, Natalie Portman was supposed to be in Romeo and Juliet, and thank the fucking Lord she wasn't, because <laughs> I wouldn't have liked it, first of all. So thank God Leo was attached, because he was so much older than her, that it just wouldn't have looked well, right. Well, it just
1: didn't make sense. She was 14, and he was 21, yeah, so, so I mean, that's... thank
0: God. It's really um,
1: weird, but... Um... Yeah, it's
0: super weird, but I can get why they wanted her, because she was, like, a good actress, you know? She's a good actress, yeah. <laughs> well yeah, I mean I guess. And another person like her, that I don't like. A actress, so. <laughs> yeah, another person that I'm not like a fan of. But so what other so what other Baz Luhrmann films like Jules, have you seen his other like uh what strictly ballroom, which I still haven't yes. seen? Okay.
2: I so um, when I when I first started watching Romeo and Juliet, the first the first thing that came to mind was, oh my god, this reminds me of Moulin Rouge, and I know you two aren't a fan of that movie, but Moulin Rouge, I watched it way too young, like probably like I think I was seven or eight when I saw the movie, and it's literally like about like you and McGregor falling in love with a prostitute, like you and McGregor was like one of my like many first crushes, like movie crushes, and it totally. Set up an unrealistic expectation For love like the Baz <laughs> movies Do but like I loved That movie I loved the Like I love the costumes The glamour it, it's All very I liked the darkness I, I also liked the the Songs um, Because it is like a compilation of like there's even I know this is kind of sacrilege, but there's it's even the Nirvana a Nirvana one. song,
0: I know. and
2: like I loved it <laughs> oh, as God. like a child, like as a seven year old, like it got me into like songs that I didn't know, um, and yeah, I-, I actually really liked it. And the it's mainly the costuming, and it is a tragic love story. Like um, she, you know, gets tuberculosis and dies, and you know his whole thing was like you know she died so like the only way that i can have her is like if i write about her um I mean, and he's it's just cool I, got I, it. I i loved it like i i had the dvd i watched all the special features and the commentary so like i know it's a different uh, opinion but like no, i think cool. that's why i loved like romeo and julia it like immediately grabbed me because it it's so um it's so reminiscent of like the Moulin Rouge vibe like he definitely has like a, a vision that he has for these movies, which I, I'm kind of interested to see the Elvis movie because um, I, I really like like, you know, the fashion like his his wife's fashion and I'm curious to kind of see how he he works with that style.
0: Now, I'm more interested in seeing the new Sophia Coppola, Priscilla movie. Yes! That's what I feel like I'm more interested in seeing, because I know a lot about Elvis himself, and I'm just not a fan of him as a person. And I really want to know from her perspective, when she was 14, when they met.
2: I definitely feel like I'm more interested in in Priscilla than Mm -hmm. uh, than Elvis. Like, I was never a big Elvis fan. Yeah, I'm really interested to see him. I've never been a fan, but he actually
1: was the actor um be, like was elvis it's crazy he's yeah, acting he was for so, like
0: two years after it came was out so
1: i ama- mean well yeah that's fine i mean he's <laughs> young i get it like i'm not gonna like hate him for it but he was genuinely like so great at playing elvis like he was ridiculous like his moves he nailed it like like a hundred percent so i you know i i respect that like when actors um I mean, I can't say this in my Lady Gaga, because she's not an actor. But apparently, she's good. I don't know.
0: <laughs> is, is she? She's in the new Joker with Joaquin. I think they finished uh, filming that. I don't that. know.
1: That's what people say. That she yeah. is, but...
0: You know,
2: I don't. I don't necessarily hate Lady Gaga, but I just think she's like super, like holier than thou when it comes to a lot of things. Like when I hear her talk at her concerts, she doesn't seem like a bad person. But yeah, I could kind of see that bleeding into her acting, but. Then again, I don't think I've ever seen her act. So I don't think I don't she's a bad say.
1: person. I feel like she's just lame. I don't. They all like, oh, be weird and like, don't let anyone to like bring you that. It's just like, I I just feel like she wants people to pity her. I just don't like that.
0: But she's she wants to be Madonna. She wants, she wants to be like to be the be Madonna. Exactly. Of I'm sorry, of the but as 2010s. an 80s
1: child, you can't talk Madonna. Like Madonna was just the first one to do everything that she did and actually it's fine we don't need to talk about lady gaga because it's a completely different <laughs> thing, but I, PG-
2: I just want to start talking about these scenes in this movie oh, I, got I know hot. right this this was the hottest movie i have seen in years my boyfriend's been making fun of me because it's all i talk about and i can't uh can't not talk about this movie without getting turned on i guess the
0: fact <laughs> that it was pg-13 is kind of wild because i wrote down in my like favorite scenes notes and i was like this is the most amazing love scene i've ever seen and it's like not even explicit in any way do you think i don't think so i think so are you crazy like i really
1: don't as a 13
0: year old i was like oh my god this is so cool i mean we
1: were you and i were 13 when this came out like when we watched it yeah so i definitely don't think it was sexual at all
0: I mean, you it don't. It was
1: romantic.
0: It was like romantic, though. I mean, right, it wasn't like you know, explicit. I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, but I don't think like it like wasn't that. like material for like that 13 year old shouldn't watch at all. Oh, like, no, I no, don't... no.
0: I don't think that. But I think that like everything else, like, didn't. Nothing really measured up to this film. Like, for me, well, for so long. <laughs> I was just <laughs> like. And other movies that so... you
1: clearly weren't watching.
0: <laughs> well, I guess so. Not at 13, no. I mean, I guess what else was out? You know, like. At the time, it was, like, clueless. Everything was, like, fun. Everything that was even, like, romantic that I'd ever watched was not, like, wasn't this. I think in just the fact that they, it was actually really horrible to, to put into a 13-year-old's head that, like, oh, my God, they're so in love that they died together. Isn't that just the most amazing thing ever? And it's just, like, you're, like, well, I mean no but yes but no but, but they I feel managed like we all to make knew it the story. You
1: know. i mean every single person that even as a 13 year old you kind of knew well,
0: i don't think i knew i you we didn't were know? no we were studying shakespeare in, in school and i think oh. i i like this was this was when we started studying shakespeare and we were like 12 13 in england and i'm sure it's totally different because it just is and it, it was around this time so i didn't we didn't really know like we we kind of went in not knowing what was going to happen like we were reading and studying it and then like having to watching this movie and then we were like oh my god also the way the 60s so you have
1: you've never seen the original the film from
0: like i think the 60s yeah yeah. i saw that in school yeah
2: i wish i wish i got to see this movie when i was studying uh romeo and juliet in school because I feel like I would have appreciated that time so much more. Like, I enjoyed reading the book, but I feel like if I had watched this, uh, or the, the play, like, I I just wish that I had this movie when I read the play.
0: You should have seen already, it. I it was, was already, already interested.
2: Yeah, it was already out. I, I don't even think I was aware of the movie. Oh, God. Um, like, like, how? <laughs> yeah, I, like, wasn't aware of the movie, and I just, yeah, I really wish I had it because I think I would have just, yeah, like, appreciated it more.
0: I mean, um, 1996 was a kind of a wild time. Like, the 90s were just ultimate movie years anyway, but I don't yeah. think I had any other, like, new thoughts. Jai, did you have any other, like, recent thoughts that, like, things you thought about that you hadn't thought about watching it before?
1: Um, I mean, I... <sighs> I definitely felt it felt a little weird to watch it now. Like I know we did it like three years ago or whatever, but um, I think because it was COVID, I I feel like very nostalgic when we cover it, and I was pretty mm-hmm. like really excited, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, and it is amazing, and I like it, but I don't think it's a move. I mean, I just don't believe in like rewatching films. I know general. I was
0: gonna say you're not a rewatcher. Like, I just, oh man,
1: for me it's like. Okay, this is a great movie and I want to watch it, but I don't want to like keep watching this. Do you know what I mean? Oh so, God, that I'm a
2: habitual rewatcher. I, I feel good. like I barely watch new things because I'm like so busy rewatching. But things. I also feel like if I had just been watching
1: this for the first time, I don't think I would be so like crazy about it. Really? Wait, how yeah.
0: come?
1: I don't know. I just feel like some of the actors annoy me actually. Like, oh,
0: the,
1: like um. At the beginning where you have the the scene at the gas station and mm-hmm. um Romeo's cousin maybe the the red oh, ben Bolio. Hair. Yeah I, I find him a bit like not believable. Like I just wish oh, he had Dash. been someone else. Dash me girl, oh, I love him. I just <laughs> felt a little bit like they could have chosen someone else. Like it, it felt goofy the way he acted. Like I just wish he hadn't been in it but
2: so i have i have a different viewpoint on it i totally respect that but i think yeah, the reason think? why i liked why they were so over the top is because it's very reminiscent of theater and like mm-hmm. how it would probably be performed um That's true right and, and it almost gave me uh like another romeo and juliet story like that entire opening scene was really reminiscent of West Side Story to me.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Well, you don't like West Side Story. I just don't
1: like musicals. (laughs) I know. But no, but I love the film. And I think at the time, obviously it was like, I mean, I still think like nothing, we had never seen anything like it. And I love the adaptation and the way his brain thinks, because like he like wrote, like rewrote it, produced it, directed it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And, the set design, the me i mean, it was just like really cool. It's just like the best take on like the best take, modern take on this novel. You know? Yeah. But I feel like if I watched it, I just like really serious films in general. Yeah,
0: you do. Yeah, I just do. I darker, just feel like serious. I like,
1: yeah, but I do love the film. I just feel like I don't particularly want to rewatch it as a forty-year-old. You know what
0: I mean? Wow. Like I, I am. Feel- yeah. I'm a Leo girl. Like day I I mean I just as much as like his weird uh, whatever quote unquote like weird lifestyle habits are like I mean, Leo can act the fuck out of a movie. I have another hot take. Oh yeah, no, he's
1: amazing. He's great at like playing really dramatic roles. I mean, the
0: drama that he (laughs) brings, like, just even the moment where he shoots Tibble and like his eyes welling up. I was like, how is he not getting an Oscar? Uh, What the fuck's going on here? Why is he he not being nominated for this? This is insane.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the thing also that the film, like, what makes the film so like unique is that everyone was just an incredible actor. It wasn't like. It could have gone terribly wrong if they had yeah. chosen, like, different actors, you know what I mean? But you had Leo really carrying everything, like, well, and everything. things, but, but um, everyone was just freaking amazing. All the actors involved, I mean, the priest, I mean, li- literally, you know, it could have gone wrong, I think, with the wrong people, I suppose, but... Um, but yeah, and this soundtrack, I mean, we, it, it's just so 90s, this film. It's so 90s in mm-hmm. like a way that you just can't think of many other films. Uh, like, if I didn't know what year this was made in, I would totally guess it,
0: Do you know? Yeah, oh, totally. Oh, wait, what's your hot take, Jules, on Leo?
2: I mean, Leo in this movie, <laughs> I have been saying it to anyone who will listen to me Uh-oh. just because it, <laughs> this is such a he is so gorgeous in this film i knew you were. and i I don't typically i don't typically like get uh like like flustered like what like with like
0: full disclosure jules was like having like hot flashes watching (laughs) i was
2: literally texting and i was like holy shit the fish Um, tank
0: i was like can you believe this they don't even say anything after after watching
2: This movie, The Feminism Left My Body and I said Leo, Leo earned earned dating 25 year olds for the rest of his oh, life. No, he earned no, it.
0: Oh no. That's, <laughs> that's my hot take. Oh my god no. The ones the, who haven't been born when this movie was fucking made. Like that's insanity. They
2: they are of age I, I know it's weird but he fucking earned it after watching this movie. I mean, have <laughs> that's they my even hot seen take. his movies though?
0: Like have any of his girlfriends even seen his movies? Like, I
2: mean technically technically a few years ago when all this started I was 25
0: No, <laughs> yeah, but you're not now jules yeah. you're over the hill no i'm not i'm 29 <laughs> you're over the hill for well, leo now imagine watching <laughs> as yeah as i am over third, the hill for leo
1: as a 13 year old we were all really uh, like literally like drooling open. we were totally obsessed i mean it definitely wasn't for me it was just like this movie. he's just so beautiful in this film but i i I didn't like, like, I don't fancy Leo. I never really did. It's just in the movie, he's just so, like,
2: beautiful. I know? always
0: loved him in his movies. Like, unfortunately, like, this is my toxic trait, is that I found him hot in Basketball Diaries, and he's, like, strung out on heroin, but...
2: <laughs> I found him hot in The Revenant.
0: <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, well, I mean, I think it's because I've we've grown up with him now, we've so I'm just like, yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, I don't think he's hot now. I think the last time I found him hot was probably The Departed. And then, like, after that, I was kind of like, eh, yeah, no. He's like gonna, looking kind of like, good now lately, though. I have to say. Has, he's looking kind of good. I just never
1: really like... felt, like, it's just the movie, the role that he plays or whatever, but mm-hmm. actually never, he's a great actor, but, yeah, I've never really fancied him on it when the film came In out but movies, i mean i was yeah. like 13 it was like hormones probably and oh yeah i was poster everywhere
2: i remember watching titanic when i was like five or six.
0: Oh my god and
2: I'm just being <laughs> like wow he's beautiful
0: <laughs> but he also he's playing romeo i mean he's playing the like one of the most uh like revered and famous mm-hmm. you know like male love, heartthrobs. Like, yeah, heartthrobs. Like, of, I mean, the fact that like he's willing to do app, that's also what I think added to it was that who could you even cast for this? Like, what kind of actor would you even think about casting for this in the mid nineties? Who like girls would freak out? But he also this is a, this is why I have like this thing with Leo and Timothy Chalamet because he's like kind of the newer version, like the Gen Z version of Leo, in that he's an incredible actor. I think he's a great actor. He, I don't think he has the Leo like sauce though. He doesn't. Like, I, I think he's good. Timothy's I good. I think he I,
2: looks like a rat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's like quote unquote attractive. Yeah. I don't, think he's, cute at yeah, all I don't like think he's attractive as like, like Leo had so much range. Like even just in photo shoots, the David LaChapelle shoots that Leo did, if anyone has not looked those up, they came out around this time because it was very. Like glossy and weird. He's like dressed in this like SM cowboy outfit and this chair. There's one where he's like in this weird like gingham shirt. Like he did a lot of really out there things for people in the 90s, which I think is so cool. I don't know if Chalome could do that. I I don't know if he like quite has that range. He is doing that Wonka movie, which I think is weird that he's doing like a movie that someone else has done. And that's why Leo is so. Has such strength because he always has told. He told Timothy Chalamet, "Don't ever do a superhero movie," because he never has. Like, he, mm-hmm. don't do movies with he sequels. Never to. Yeah. No, he doesn't have to because he I mean, the thing is, Leo whatever. was already
1: pretty established when he did Romeo and Julia*. Like, he yeah. did that movie when he was fourteen with uh, Robert De Niro. What is that film called? *This
0: Boy's Life*. That, Incredible. I mean, his
1: performance in that film, uh, he really should have won an Oscar for that.
0: And *What's Eating Gilbert Grape* was '93. He was nominated yeah. for that. That so, you know, he already before. had
1: on their, he, on their, those films on his belt. So, And then on top of that, he was like, beautiful. Like, he was so pretty, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he's
0: just, like, a really pretty guy. Yeah. It's kind of insane. But, um, okay, well, I have to say that the cinematographer is Donald McAlpine, which I don't know if people talk about enough because the cinematography is just out of control. Um, it's amazing. It's just yeah, such it a is. visual. You could watch this whole movie on mute. And just look at it, you know, and yeah. then you can listen to it. And then the fact that they have, they're speaking in Shakespearean English is also really difficult. And the fact that all these people, even John Leguizamo, I think a lot of people don't realize, like, John Leguizamo was in this. <laughs> like, he's a really good actor. He's a that great he, actor. I, yeah, really I don't know that him. he gets the credit. <laughs> yeah, that a lot of people do. And also Harold uh, Perrineau, who's Mercutio, incredible. He wasn't Oh, even yeah. on oh my god. It that Amazing. Long. He was he, stealing every scene. He did, he did. Okay.
2: He was it for sure. A period of time. Mm-hmm. I became so obsessed with him when I watched Oz the HBO show. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, he's an oz
2: And the moment I saw him in this movie, I like almost screamed because he was my favorite character and like what a range.
0: He's so good. He's in Lost. Oh, now i need to watch lost i saw him in the grocery store in la and i was like oh, mercutio <laughs> but i didn't say anything oh my god. I saw him, like in the aisle and i was like oh my god it's mercutio <laughs> like that's so cool like he was like like just epic like he's just the whole party scene oh, oh of the his outfits. soliloquies yeah his but, outfits. I mean, that's
1: like what i also love about the director is that he's married to like a production designer and they Work on all the films together,
0: which is you know what I mean? amazing. And
1: she's amazing. I mean, because it, this is like completely new, like everything that we've seen is like a completely different take on the original, like of, on the, of the novel, right? So I just feel like, how do you even come up with stuff like that? Like everything. I mean, literally, even just the location, like, what, you know, like, w- which we get into behind the scenes because I think it's really cool that it's in Mexico. Yeah.
0: Like, I'll say, yeah. well, let's move into behind the scenes. Cool. Uh, it was shot mostly in Mexico, right?
1: Mostly in Mexico. Um, some scenes were shot in Miami. and um, But yeah, literally everything that you see in um, from the beginning, like whenever they're showing the film, sorry, the city, that's Mexico City. And that's you can so recognize cool. that so cool. like, right away because it's such a monster of a city. Yeah, it's um, huge. And the chapel, like, and the beach area is a place called Veracruz and it's uh, yeah, it's not like a Cancun kind of beach, you know it's like a more run-down sort of like, not very touristy place, but yeah, I mean, and the castle, that's in Mexico City as well like, it's so
0: cool, is that a real like, does someone live there, or is it
1: No, no, no
0: Oh, it's, oh um, so you can just tour it
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's oh, in the middle cool. of a park, like a giant, like park
0: wow not do you like know who used to park. live there like it, there's like uh, a history behind just, it. i'm sure yeah, right? like um like old like monarch or some something yeah, like not that not
1: really like obviously not pr- like a prince or anything but it, it kind of like um like aristocrats family. oh God, and then so it cool. was kind of destroyed during the mexican revolution like not completely but yeah they had to restore it but it's open to the public it's been for like the longest time
0: oh wow we should do a Romeo and Juliet tour of Mexico City when we go too. <laughs> I don't yeah, oh
1: even God. know. Like, I'm surprised they, um, they say anything like it, but I love that because otherwise it would be really shitty, actually, if it was like an actual, like, tour. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. It's, it's not like Twilight, who people like actually make a whole, like, uh, like an itinerary like some or people like who, game of
1: thrones go, where people yeah, visit they, go there, yeah, yeah it's crazy
0: or sex of the city they have the tours you know where you can go around new york and stuff
1: yeah but i mean i think like, they were so smart in choosing mexico because um it's obviously like really cheap to film there compared to like any other place they could like go into you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and it helped the set designer and the the costume designer because they source everything they got a lot of things like actually everything was made there by Mexican artisans which is really cool and you can really see it as well like the colors you wouldn't be able to get that though in America because it would be really expensive actually
0: and the colors like you can just see all the colors the tropical colors you can see it looks so hot and Mm -hmm. like it's just really cool it has that super grungy beachy feel I love, that. Yeah, I, I love love the it. beach
1: it's kind of like run down yeah. kind of
0: Like
1: i love the, that you see the locals there it's really cool yeah it's
0: so cool <laughs> and
1: the chapel is pretty cool
0: too yeah the chapel is amazing Mm-hmm. and even just the the building where like the drug dealer lives and it ha- it's like where he plays pool and it has like l'amour like painted like an old billboard that was painted on the well, side I of think the building they
1: do that for the film yeah
0: that looks cool and then it looks like it's kind of like the paint's coming off and it looks like you see like murals and like you know old the posters that they put up you know on like the sides yeah. of things and like new york and stuff you see that like it's it's really cool and it has like montague and Capulet like they're two businesses yeah yeah which is cool they're like businessmen like that's kind of like the setup it.
2: Go, but- going back to like mexico city like when i think of romeo and juliet just the time that the screen the uh, play was made like when i think of that time like everything was religious and there's also like a lot of like religious things in mm. the play mm-hmm. and why I like that they did in, in Mexico, all the, yeah, all the churches and just, like, the religious imagery mm-hmm. yes. in Mexico is, like, very specific. It's, like, a very specific, beautiful, colorful style. Mm-hmm. And is, I feel like yeah. they, they interpreted that so perfectly
0: and, and beautifully in this movie.
1: I know. I love how they integrated that into, I mean...
0: The guns, the clothes, like... Yeah,
1: I mean... It's
0: everywhere. It,
1: it is so cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love everything that was made for the film,
0: like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so cool. I, I think the set designer, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Catherine Martin who, mm-hmm. she got made, she got rings made, the Romeo and Juliet wow. ring made for the, for each member of the cast.
0: So cool. It's really cool. Now, what did because- you guys dig up for behind the scenes? Did anyone find anything Interesting.
2: Jules, did you find anything? You find anything I best? unfortunately didn't find anything oh, other, man. other other than that there's still uh you you can find the t-shirt uh online and I am buying his his button up shirt. Oh the
0: one with the But I don't think that's the behind heart. the scenes. Oh, the heart, like the bursting heart, right? The
2: the bursting heart and the uh it's like um the like floral a fl- the yeah, Japanese the floral, floral one. one. Yeah, that yes. one is
0: actually uh I read that that one that shirt was actually bought in Miami. Um, oh. Which is cool that the priest had it, and then Romeo Makes takes sense. it from the priest, and yeah. then like wears it throughout. But yeah, the other ones were made, yeah, which is really cool. Oh wow, Jai, do you have anything?
1: Yeah, I mean, you've mentioned already that Natalie Portman has had been cast, but then they just felt like it looked. It's just she she looked too young, and it, it looked like. Leo was kind of molesting her so mm-hmm. they were like no um and then Sarah Michelle galler turned down the role due to scheduling like conflicts which I'm glad because I don't see her I don't, no, see I don't her. either like No, I can't see it. Juliet no definitely not and Christian Bale read for the role of Mercutio and oh wow but the production crew decided to go with um Oh gosh. Oh Harold Perrineau. Yeah. And I love that because he really brought I mean, it's just he it just made made it way cooler than seeing like because Christine Bell was already bit like known, really known mm-hmm. then. Do you know what I mean?
0: And props to the multicultural cast too. Well, like, yes. Yeah. And also like, I don't want to see another white actor in in the, in the story. It's like incredible it's, because I feel yeah. like People think that I guess it didn't happen before now, but it's like, no, there are some, like, I, like some people will say like, oh, you know, this whole cast is white. Why couldn't they cast anyone else? And I'm like, it's possible. Like, I mean, people do do make things with multicultural casts and it doesn't really, it doesn't matter like what the race, the person is in the story. Like I was just watching the variety, um, interview with pedro pascal which just came out a few days ago and he was saying that matthew mcconaughey was almost cast for the last of us um for that role and he was saying like it's so cool that now it seems like or for some roles like it doesn't matter if the story doesn't explicitly say what race the person is it doesn't have to be someone white like it, that's just the character is like a zombie apocalypse. Like, what does it matter? So he's saying like, it's so great that other people are being considered like just to open it up and it doesn't oh, yeah. need to I mean, be I the same. Seeing, we always
1: seems some change. I mean, there are like 10 years ago, we didn't have a lot of Asian actors no. in like, major films. I mean, definitely never Marvel. I mean, there is literally like a Marvel, like superhero that's Asian. Now. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Like, really yeah. Cool. And then we have um Black Panther, Is Mm -hmm. it Black Panther? Yeah. Yeah. We have um, some, like quite a lot actually, of Latin actors as well playing major, like leading roles, which is cool.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And they were telling him too that, like, it's been. There's only been one Latin actor that's been nominated for Best Actor in an Emmy, and it was Jimmy Smits for like oh. NYPD Blue, like over 20 years ago. Oh wow! So I think that I'm sure Pedro's gonna be nominated this year for for, sure. for that role, but so. it's crazy that it's been like 20 years, and there still hasn't you know hasn't been and like the roles are now coming, so that's really cool. So I love that the casting was just incredible. Like I love how we didn't think like I remember thinking like cool that John Leguizamo was cousins with. Claire Danes. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, like, they're cousins in the story. I love I love that. Yeah, it's just, it's really cool. I wish that they had scenes together, because I don't think they had any scenes together. They, they
1: didn't, you're right. I don't they know never, if they do
0: in the even play. Even at the party, they were not really shown mm. Yeah, they together. were never in scenes together, which is crazy. I, I definitely see, it, see Claire Danes. I mean, she just did My So-Called Life. She won a fucking Golden Globe for mm. that. And if you need someone to be extra especially when she goes like my favorite Juliet scene is when she goes to the priest and she has that amazing like catholic schoolgirl outfit with the beret oh the school uniform um yeah, yeah it's so cool and then she's just with, with her gun and like screaming i was like yeah this is claire danes you need someone to like cry and scream like she she's has that a shriek that. <laughs> yeah she has that like pitched voice where she just like has that crying i mean she does it in homeland i mean she's incredible in homeland oh
1: yeah she's amazing but yeah, at the end so, it gets a little bit like it's a iron. lot yeah like it's she's a
0: it's a lot <laughs> it's definitely a lot but she's super good at it yeah
1: anyway i just i just have one more and then you can go oh and yeah watch yeah it. And, uh the opening petrol station encounter took seven days to film oh wow i guess because they shot it in the middle of the city i mean it must have been really hard to close major kind of roads um I feel like there's so much, there were helicopters, there's, like, so much going on, so, yeah, I'm not so surprised. Much. But seven days. One wow. of
0: my notes was, like, why is this fucking police chief always in a goddamn helicopter? <laughs> like, <laughs> he just, like like, helicopters are just so easy to, like, just fly this low <laughs> over a city to, like, look for <laughs> one person. He's, like, always going up in the helicopter. I'm just, like, okay, he's always, like, trying to scout out. I'm, like, how would they find Romeo this fast? As soon as he, like, drives into the city, they're like, Romeo's in within Verona walls. Fucking get him. I'm like, how? How can you see its massive city? Like, how do you know where he's going? It's just really funny. Cool. Well, speaking of time that it took to film scenes, it took 12 days for them to film that swimming pool scene.
2: 12 <laughs> days? Well, 12 days.
0: Well, because there's a... And also, another really funny addendum is I don't really know who to believe, and I, I would like to think that if I ever meet leo or claire danes i can ask them this off the record but i really want to know like did you guys like each other because i have seen a lot of behind the scenes videos there are a lot on youtube so people can look them up where they're like oh yeah she's great like she's a great actress they have to say that i mean of course they're not gonna say i didn't say i didn't (laughs) like her you know what i mean like we were playing romeo and juliet but then Claire Danes is like, yeah, we had such great chemistry right away. Like, you know, he's a really good kisser. So like that helped, but you know, whatever. (laughs) And then I've seen other things that said that she, he was cool like with her. And it seemed like he had a lot of input on the actresses that were going to play Juliet, because when this whole thing happened, Baz Luhrmann was working with Fox and he optioned wanting to do Shakespeare For like his next film. So he created kind of a workshop in Sydney, Australia. And Leo used his own money to fly down there and be a part of it. Oh yeah, I saw
1: that too. Yeah, he
0: really wanted to do it. So I think that Leo must have been attached pretty early when they saw him like working with Baz. So I don't know. I'm sure Christian Bale probably came before that. And maybe when Leo became available from like whatever he was doing, that he decided to like be a part of this. And then it was kind of like, okay, he's going to be, he is Romeo. I mean, Christian Bale is, is really great, yeah. but I feel like if I saw them together at that age, um, yeah. just the way that Christian Bale looked, he didn't have the same look that he He looks better now. I think Christian Bale, like, really grew into his, like, his looks or, like, how he looks right now. Um, mm. And then, of course, it's so funny that they kind of had, like, a weird tandem uh career because i think they're both really good in different ways i don't think christian bale is as funny as leo because i didn't think leo was funny until i saw wolf of wall street and i was like fuck this motherfucker can do anything he can't do anything yeah, yeah i don't think christian bale could do wolf of wall street like i don't i just don't see that he's very very intense and serious which is great but it's so funny too that leo turned down american psycho um which actually hmm. ended up making christian bale's career in the states it's at least, true. like as an adult so it's kind of funny that they had this like they were kind of looking for the same parts or different. And they're parts. both
1: really incredible from a young age because yeah. Christian Bale did Empire of the Sun. He was like, like young, 12,
0: right? Yeah, I was gonna say like eleven or.
1: He, again, he carried the whole film, <laughs> this little boy. Yeah, you
0: know? it's a, it's pretty intense. It's like it's pretty crazy that they like kind of ran like that, and then so anyway, so I've seen some reports saying that. Leo liked working with Claire, but Claire was 16 and she just on My So Called Life. She was getting like tutoring on set. He's 21. And I read that he was kind of like taunting her and just being kind of a boy. And she was like kind of annoyed um, with mm. like the whole thing, which I can, I could see. But I mean, I, I couldn't tell. Let's put it that way. I don't well, know like what's actually true or not. I you read know?
1: somewhere like a member of a cast. I can't remember if it was the, lady that played the, the maid or nurse
0: oh uh, she's in the credits
1: yeah I think she had a memoir like uh, she says it in, in there that she really belie- it's really funny like what I've read actually, she's so funny <laughs> that Leo was just like like a like a really dirty looking boy, like when she met him and the film and stuff. And he really apparently smelled like you could tell that he didn't shower, according to her, and like she could really tell that there was like a little chemistry between them. But it was more from Claire's behalf. oh okay but then who
0: knows this is just her opinion do you know what i mean there's one thing that i saw on tiktok it was someone like it was about this very same thing like you know like they didn't have chemistry we don't really know did they or did they not and then like some of the comments were so funny it was like imagine not having chemistry with leonardo DiCaprio in 1996 (laughs) like just imagine that like imagine being like so mature and being like this boy is really immature and he's just bothering me everyone's like let him bother me all day <laughs> like what's the problem here it's, it's so Leo. Funny. yeah it it's was really her funny.
1: and it, there was another thing that she said that was really funny that she thought she was like i could have sworn that he was gay he sometimes wore dresses but then i i learned that he wasn't and i i was sure that he wasn't and apparently she because they were in mexico they were so spoiled but it was like well basically having access to all the markets and everything you know that mexico has like um ceramics and, and like textile yeah. and she would go on these trips and he would tag along because apparently he was super into it and she was like i really it was totally unexpected that he was so into the markets and he would buy stuff like me you know
0: i wonder it's if kind he's of cool yeah i was like <laughs> i wonder if he's like cool like as a a friend. He's like cool. I wonder if he's cool or if he's like my friend uh like a long time ago had like a run in with him in a club in London. Um this is like nine this is like ninety eight. Like this is like still peak Leo. And she like physically bumped into him and then and she was just like she didn't say anything and then he he looked at her and said, Don't you know who I am? Oh, and then she God. just went, What? And then he goes, then act like it <laughs> and, then, and then that's it. So I was like Oh, yeah, I can see that kind of being like, you know, that vibe, I guess. Like, I could. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I could. That's totally how some celebrities are. And this is back before, like any type of paparazzi social media the way we have now so it's like you would hear these stories about people who like saw him in a club and like he said x y and z or whatever but like you never know but yeah my friend was like yeah it was kind of dickish but i expected that i mean he was like a massive star you know isn't
2: there like a story about him at like a dinner table and something happened is do you know there? what I'm talking about? No, I don't, I don't think remember. So. I'm going to have to find it. We'll talk about it on the next pod.
0: We have to do Don's <laughs> Plum. That's eventually going to happen. If It's like in the Leo lore. It's this movie, this like really independent movie that he did with one of his friends, Toby McGuire, Kevin Conley, the Pussy Posse. If uh, y'all don't know, that's like his group of friends were dubbed the Pussy Posse in like a Vanity Fair article in like the mid 90s or something, which still exists, I believe. One of them has a child, but the other ones are still like, bachelor's oh no toby mcguire has two kids but he's divorced now so he like runs around with leo again the most recent photo was that they were wearing matching necklaces leo and toby recently which i thought was really funny um but yeah so there's like this whole group of them that like run together i'm sure and just like knock chicks down left and right but that's basically like their whole their whole vibe and i i think that he was I mean, I I could see the arrogance in that. That's the other thing I think about when I think about Timothy Chalamet is there was that era where he was, like, dating Lily-Rose Depp, then he was with some chick in Mexico, and then he's, like, all over the place because he's just, like, in demand. So, like, that's kind of, like, what you expect of, like, the the heartthrob era, I guess. Which is why I find Mm -hmm. it weird that Austin Butler and Kaya Gerber, I don't think that's real. Um, Not at all. But I think that's kind of strange that we have these, like, weird... They're like these super weird fascinations we have with like these different people and the roles that they play. I always see him as Romeo. I kind of always see Leo as this is probably the most impactful role that he ever had. And also, we forgot to mention ageless Paul Rudd in this. I mean, what the fuck? But his he, role is so cringy. So cringy. But he, did so he go in a cryo like- tank? He looks the fucking same. He looks like he's, like, he five years older sick. now. Or maybe ten years older at the most. He's doing so the blood see?
2: transfusions
1: of <laughs> young <know>. people. <laughs>
0: That's
1: another example of someone who I didn't believe his lines. Just, he just sounds like a joke. What, yeah, his beginning. were kind of,
0: like, schmaltzy and weird. It's just
1: kind of like, he just couldn't, I just don't buy it. He just wasn't serious enough. I
0: think clear. he's supposed to be a tool. Like, I mean, yeah. he's supposed to be, like, a tooly guy that the parents are trying to set her up with that is just lame in every way. And he, like, doesn't have a gun holster. He's just kind of, like, a aristocratic, like, guy that she should be marrying. You know what I mean? Like, not this, like, rogue businessman's son, apparently, with, like, funny outfits and, like, you know, charm, I guess. You know? Actually, yeah. not even charm. Like, he's, he's quite persistent in a way that I wonder if people nowadays would think, like, she's not receptive to his, like, charm. I mean, she... He's really, like, forward, but I think that's just how it was. That's just how, like, it was written, because obviously women wouldn't be pictured as forward, especially not someone as young as Julia. She's supposed to be, what, like, 14? He's supposed yeah. to be 16, I think, in the actual story. Like, they're not 18. They're, they they're like, really, really young. They're, like, high school age, I think, um, which is kind of crazy. So, yeah, I really want to know about whether or not they had this actual contentious relationship because if they did i don't see it so that's good mm. and there's so much behind the scenes stuff like there are a whole lot of videos on youtube where you can see them it's really cool how you see them filming the pool scene how it's like a separate tank and they said it just took so long because there's a lot to do anything with when you film water even when you photograph water like we had to learn this in still life class it's really difficult reflections and lighting and even to film the fish tank scene um, they talk mm. about how they did oh, that, yeah. which is the really difficult to really get, yeah. not getting reflections. And then also with the pool, they're in they're in this tank that looks like a like a cube, so it's not like a full pool. It's crazy how they do movie magic. It really is. Mm. Um, it's neat though, but I like it. Yeah, you can. Uh, I'll link it so it's like a big thing. I think it's on the DVDs or something too, but um, but yeah, I mean that's all I have. I mean budget for this is fourteen and a half million, which is a lot, but. I mean, it made 147 points. It's 6. crazy how much
1: it made, but yeah, at the same so... time, it's not. Because I think, wasn't it number one, obviously, in the US, but then in Australia for like a long time? Yeah, I
0: think it was really big in Australia. A lot of money
1: there. I mean, they don't, don't talk about the rest of Europe, but apparently, in Australia was like, you know, crazy
0: popular. Um, I'm surprised that Rotten Tomatoes critic score gives it a 73.
2: Mm, like, maybe. It's because a man. <sighs> made that rating.
0: (laughs) The audience is 77. So the audience is not as high. I I think it this also would be really different, I'm sure, if we had seen it like you like Jai, like you're saying, like at our age now. Like if this had come out right now and Mm. would we have had the same impact? Because it's one of those films that's like, does it still hold up? It holds up to me because I attach the nostalgia to it. So and Jules, you're a little bit younger, so I guess this is different. It would have to be someone, like, 50-plus. Like, did they see this when they were in their 20s? And were they just kind of like, this is weird. Like, this is too much, I I was
1: just thinking about that, too, like, when I was watching it. And I can definitely tell you that my parents were kind of like, God, this film is, like, wow."
0: Oh, oh, really?
1: So I know that at the time, all the people didn't like it. There was just, like... Mm -hmm this is like sacrilege kind of thing and they really just saw it was like an insult to the original um to the novel and and also because it was the the film in the 60s completely different obviously. Oh,
0: complete. yeah that one is very traditional and like classic Shakespeare
1: yeah and I think uh is it Roger Everett she you that critic from the nineties? Oh critic? Roger
0: Ebert?
1: Ebert, yeah. Mm-hmm. He he literally like was like, This is rubbish. Like I've seen already the story many times. I've seen all the different takes. Yeah, okay. So it's like two two gangs, you know, two different families, whatever. He he literally slated the film. I think he gave it two stars.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean we that's... know that all the
1: people didn't like it. He appealed to thirteen year olds, like Lauren and I. And like <laughs> yeah. maybe seventeen year olds. Um, but
0: yeah. That's so crazy. I mean just to think that I I can't I mean I just can't imagine not liking this movie, but I mean that's just because yeah, 13 is like that formative year when you start to yeah. like remember everything and
2: Well, and I I feel like yeah, that that formative age of like you're you're really like impressionable at that time too. Like it happens with with music, mm-hmm. like you know, let's say if you try to show someone what you listened to when you're like 13 14 and you're like oh this is so good and then like you play it for someone now and they're like uh yeah i guess like (laughs) you know it doesn't hit the same but i feel like those especially things like you know romance movies like if you see like you know people watching like again we'll bring up twilight like I, I think it's a I mean, I kinda watch it because I think it's funny, but like mm-hmm. when did I see that when I was like thirteen or fourteen? Um
0: Yeah, I didn't like it when I first saw it. You only you and Charles only recently were just like, you have to watch the whole saga and we have to do like an episode on it and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> it's actually one of like the highest rated episodes because it's Twilight, you know, and yeah. it's such a cult movie, you know?
2: Well, and it's and, and I think that's why like it had such a big thing is because I think a lot of uh people who are watching it they were like in those formative years. So um Makes yeah, sense. I feel like maybe it would it it would have had a higher rating if it was like more based on yeah like the 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 impressionable ages that were watching mm. it.
0: Yeah, totally. And Titanic was more of a like all ages thing. Like it, yeah. w- it wasn't like it, that was just Leo and Kate's story was like part of the story but it wasn't the entire story. <laughs>
2: Well, also rose's character is older um and and she's more of a relatable character i think for people and that's probably why it was so big and like more relatable for people you know it wasn't like a teenage girl it yeah. was like a, a grown woman well i guess she's supposed to be 18 in it right
0: i think she's older than him right Isn't yeah. he supposed to be like a like 15 or 16
2: in titanic in titanic Oh, I didn't know he was that young. I thought I thought he was like twenty, and she was like twenty five. But that might be. Oh wrong no, no, I mean I... in
0: the story, like the character is he supposed? To, isn't the character that Leo plays supposed to be younger than the character that Kate Winslet plays? Or no?
2: Yeah, I I I think she's a little bit older, but I don't remember the legit. I thought she was like eight, like supposed to be eighteen in that movie. So I guess that would make sense if he was younger, but.
0: Oh, okay. I don't
2: remember. I haven't seen that movie in a long time.
0: Yeah, it's not happening on the pod, folks. I think I've mentioned it like a bunch of times. I was like, I can't talk about that movie for an hour. but i can talk about this forever because now we're gonna shift into fashion because this is like a motherfucking fashion film basically it is a
1: fashion film um
0: kim barrett is the costume designer who also did shang chi which we just mentioned was one of the marvel films
1: and the matrix and
0: the fucking matrix
1: (laughs) i mean apparently she's been the most oscar like she's won the most oscars in australia like Oh wow! Not actors like he's like the one person that's won the most Oscars in the industry.
0: Isn't that wild? That's
1: insane. So insane. But yeah, she's done some epic films. I mean, like crazy.
0: The Matrix alone. I mean, The Matrix alone was the sickest film and probably the simplest costume design, but just sick. Like it's just it's not over the top. It's just so fucking cool mm, exactly. and like nine inch nails, fucking Rick Owens, like just amazing. Like put all of put everything in the matrix in all of my wardrobe forever i'd wear everything Mm -hmm. in that like and never wear anything else that's so cool uh jules what were your standouts for fashion in this
2: so my standouts of course were uh leo's button-up uh shirts the floral Mm -hmm. and the heart um I also really liked the style of of the cousins in the opening scene. <laughs> oh, um,
0: the, the Capulets! The Capulets! Yeah, yeah,
1: they have the sickest style. The sickest <laughs> fucking
2: style. I also loved the uh, the white dress that Juliet wears for her angel costume.
0: Mm-hmm. Isn't that Prada? Um,
2: it, oh, the, the, yeah, it is. It was the only. I think we saw it's the
1: Prada. Well literally made and designed by Mucha Prada mm-hmm. and the uh, Dolce & Gabbana dress the extras but besides that that everything else was made
0: by... And Romeo's oh, wedding wow. suit was Mucha Prada too.
2: Oh yeah, I... that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I also loved um Mercutio's uh outfit when it's kind of like the party scene with the big wig oh yeah Yeah. i I thought that was like phenomenal and it kind of reminds me of um uh oh my god why this is embarrassing why am i having such a brain fart but just like (laughs) uh like the um like drag dance parties like in like the 80s 90s like it kind of gave me that vibe
0: it gives me studio 54
2: Yes, that's what yeah, I was thinking like wild, of. Yeah, exactly. like
0: crazy, like the garters. I oh, thought that was really yes. cool. Sequins. The bustier. <laughs> it's amazing.
2: Oh, it's cool. It's so cool. Um, but those were kind of my standouts. My my only, um, like, cr- not criticism, but what I would have changed, I wasn't a big fan of Juliet's wedding dress.
0: Oh, but it was a rush job. It's a elopement. Mm she can't have a gown oh that's
2: true that's right she can't have a pretty gown that's very
0: true i just saw it and i
2: was like mid
0: (laughs) it's a mid wedding there's no one there but the nurse (laughs) like she she can't have a massive wedding could you imagine if they could have a massive wedding it would have been insane also
2: also, um we need to give credit where credit's due that nurse Carried Juliet. Oh my that god, that is Juliet's real mother. Yeah. She is a full caretaker and she deserves more credit. Gosh, mm. I
0: love that red suit that she has when she with the leopard umbrella. Yeah, yes. yes. it's really cool. She looks and the white glasses, the white like Jackie O glasses with like the pink uh lenses.
2: Yeah, it's
0: so cool. But well, Jai, what about you? I know you have we talked about this before, but do you have any like new fashion? I don't notes? remember at all what we talked yeah. about. I don't, <laughs> I don't even
1: remember my comments or anything uh but yeah i mean I, I'm, I'm sure it's different from that time who knows but for me like my favorite like ultimate like styling and outfit is t-bolt like yeah. when we see yes. him at the petrol station like he's wearing like an incredible like top with his print in red and then it's like sleeveless and he has everything from like the shoes like these amazing boots with like silver on the mm-hmm. back and then the leather vest, the um the, the gun holsters, the engraved guns, like his hair. Like the weight style. Like he's just like a bomb. Like he to me he's just like, he's got the best styling in the entire film.
2: Yes. Yeah he does.
1: Um so that's my favorite. But I do love I mean I, I love the party. I love uh Leo's like night mm-hmm. costume and i mean it's so simple really because he's just wearing like a chain mail like top in silver and he's got the the shoulders in like um i, I suppose like like the metal, armor like the armor exactly mm-hmm. and i love the fitting of like uh juliet's dress you know it's, like, so it's a corset, tailored, yeah and the wings it's just so smart it's like really simple but it's so effective like it's just i i love it i think it's brilliant like the the whole styling and everything and i love um yeah i mean i do like the jesus i can't remember i like the shirt like the the heart um not heart but you know the heart like
0: exploding exploding heart heart, yeah. yeah which
1: is i feel like Ninety-seven. this style was everywhere the Mm -hmm. hawaiian shirts this this prints all the crosses like all that was everywhere really after the film
0: Mm -hmm. it had
1: such a a huge impact on like catwalk and like designers and like madonna did a lot of um crosses and it's just like cool i feel like it's just it's been such an influential film um in that sense but I, i suppose those are my there your standout? I mean, I think it's just in ge- in terms of fashion in general. Like, yeah, I love the way they differentiate the Capulet from the Montague family, and um, the party as well. Like, just what Mercutio is wearing, he's just like pulls it off. You know, he's wearing like a tiny skirt, and <laughs> it's <That's laughs> so
0: short, <laughs> and That's... a lot
1: of sheer like tops for him, mm-hmm, always the white, white sheer which one, is yeah. cool. I love Cleopatra's, the Cleopatra's costume. Yes. Um, And even what she wears before, like, it really reminds me of, like, Jean-Paul Gaultier um, corsets, you know, that he did much earlier. Like
0: Like Madonna era?
1: Yeah, totally Madonna era, because she's wearing this sort of, like, corset and, like, set before she gets on the costume, And it's, like, really lovely, like, peachy kind of pale, like, rose pink top. Sorry, color. Um, Yeah, I just love all the little details. Um, I like the
0: robe she has on. It's, like, sheer with that fur, like, fed, like, collar. It's, like, pink. And then it's, like, sheer, but it has, like, embroidered on it. It's, like, huge. It's so cool that she wears when she's, like, And
1: you know what I also love about the film? That normally costumes tend to be more... um, Vibrant for the women, like women always stand out for the most part in films, but in this story, literally, Juliet didn't have anything that spectacular. Like, mm-hmm. no, it was yeah. all the boys that had, like, literally, st- they stole the show,
0: you know. Juliet like, doesn't have much of a character, like, it's mm, she does, yeah. but she doesn't. Like, Romeo, especially, really, like, we only get a few scenes of Juliet, like, what's going on in Juliet's head. I feel like we're basically following Romeo because he's she's like cooped up in this house too because she's younger and he's like more free to be like at the pool hall, at the church, at the beach. Like he's he's always with his boys. Like she, you don't see her friends. We're assuming she doesn't have any. She's basically with the nurse, so she doesn't really Mm -hmm. have much of a like meaty story. She's kind of like a secondary character, even though. She is like in the title. I mean it's about yeah. their love, but it's basically about Romeo like sidestepping landmines to try to like get his his woman, you know? Totally like, yeah. throughout the whole thing.
1: And I feel like because they have so many extras as well, that kind of makes it like because if you think about it, Romeo wears the same shirt pretty much the entire film, kind of. Yeah. Like two shirts, right? So it's very simple. But when you see, like for example, when they're hanging at the beach, um, and then everything kind of goes south. Um you, the extras in it. I mean, everything just brings like everyone has like, I don't know, little elements that like play into it. Like the extras, the woman, mm-hmm. like the women in bikinis, and they're just really like Latin bright colours, like gold outfit. jewelry. yeah Yeah, really it's just so cool like i love it and i i think it's amazing that they got dolce and cabana to just dress the extras that's like crazy if you think about it not the lead not the main actors but the extras
0: yeah (laughs) i mean that's kind of insane i think it's one of my my new takeaways from it that i didn't realize i think watching it was i love the progression of and it's not really progression it's like the degradation of romeo's wedding suit that he has on mm, up until oh, he, yeah he actually is wearing the same that's pants true. when he dies and it's like the he has okay he has the suit on it's all buttoned up he has the tie when he's getting married then he's running to the beach and that's when he gets in the fight with tibble and then he gets like sand all over it he gets kicked so he gets blood all over it. his jacket comes off and then he has just the mm. white shirt and you see the holster and like the white shirt is now dirty. It's got blood on it. Then it's like even more degraded when he's like chasing Tibble, And you just see like also Tybalt's outfit unravels. It's so put together when he shows up on the beach, he looks so fucking dope with the two oh, like yeah. gun holsters and he's walking in and he's got like this, the, the jackets like zipped halfway up and it's super fitted. And then of course, once it like he's fighting, he gets in the car accident I love that car accident too, where you see the other guy's back tattoo, of, like the Virgin Mary, you see his hand on it, like you can see how the oh, car yeah. flips. And then he comes out and his like thing is undone, his jacket's undone, his like belt is a little looser. And then I love how it's like open. And when you see his chest, he has that um, heart tattoo that's bursting. Like Tybalt has it mm. on his heart because mm-hmm. that's where he shoots him and it's open. Like now all of a sudden his shirt is open and like all undone. So I love that they kept the same they kept it realistic and like, this is the same day. This is all happening like moment after moment. And you just see like the fact that, I love that Romeo still has the same pants on, like those blue pants. Um, He's wearing mm-hmm. them like throughout, even when he's in Mantua, he still has that blue shirt. He still has the same pants. So when he goes back into the church, like I love how you see it just like degrade over time. I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. And even at Juliet's house, when he goes to Juliet's house, he still has the blue the blue shirt. Oh, he still yeah, has the, 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 really the nice. pants. Yeah. Like I think that's really cool that they kept him in the same thing. Because this is all the same day. Like everything happens in the same day. Which is really crazy. Um, I love the Capulet. Secondary Capulet's Abra. And I don't know what the other guy's name is. With the shaved head. It was the cross in the back. Um, I love his outfit. The guy who has the cross. He has like at the gas station. He has like a, a black suit. And he has a like a lime green satin shirt that's really Ooh. fucking cool like it's it, pretty cool you only see him for a hot minute and then abra he has that dope uh like a tobacco leather like quilted vest and then he has his his holster he also later on has a vest that's open in the back so you can see his like virgin mary tattoo that's like his whole back um and i also love that he has like the really cool the 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 what do you call it the grill that says sin when, he, when they're, like, uh, fighting. Oh, yeah. Like, all these, like, tiny elements. Same with the the shoes that Tybalt has. I believe they're, like, rubies in the cat. Because he's a prince of cats. So, they're, like, two cats on the back of his uh, shoes. And I think they're rubies for the eyes. So, I love how he, like, zoomed in on that. And then you see him, like, you know, squash the match. Like, there's so many details of the costumes that just make it a whole character i love Juliet's mm-hmm. pajamas the pink satin like asian kind of oh, they yeah, look kind cute. of chinese yeah, like mm-hmm. inspired mm-hmm. Like, that's really cool i do like that she has on like a white t-shirt and jeans when she's sitting in her room and she's it's that soliloquy about um like right after she's gotten married and it's right when you see like the tandem of him chasing tybalt and she's just wondering like oh where is romeo like maybe we can have this happy life together kind of thing and she just has on like bell-bottom jeans and a white t-shirt. So I think that's kind of cool. It's very, like, contemporary. Um, I mean, just so many. I mean, even Paul Rudd's astronaut outfit I thought was kind of cool at the (laughs) party. I thought that was really neat. It's just really... Just over the top. And we get... I also love Jamie Kennedy's pink hair. He's one of the Montagues. Um, Oh, yeah. I like that, that he had pink Mm -hmm. hair, which I thought was cool. There's just so many different things. The nurse looks cool. And then, obviously... Uh, Juliet's Catholic schoolgirl outfit. She has apparently the, de- the designer Kim Barrett went to a Catholic school, so she used her actual uniform as inspiration. And it has that Peter Pan collar that has that slit in it. And then she has gloves that have bows on her on the top, which is really yeah, cool. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. the beret, and I love that she has the black gun. Like her gun's different. I love all the guns. I love that Mercutio's is a dagger that has like an exposed magazine. And then you see that it says sword. So when they're like, "Put up thy sword," it's like the guns. I love how all their guns are different. The Virgin Mary on the the guns of the Capulets, and he has the Capulet the whatever the bottom part of the gun is, and he also has a cross, like a like a what do you call it, like a charm that dangles off the bottom of it, which is cool. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah, like it's just so detailed. Like even just to be a prop designer for this movie, like just to do all the props, it's just it's just kind of nuts and all the holsters like all the holsters kind of represent them too Benvolio's is just like a red it's like yeah. a ruby color and then you see mercutio's has these little i think he has crosses all down his and and romeo's mm-hmm. romeo's has the same cross as the ring that he has it's like the same exact uh design there so God, oh, yeah, just, to, just to be a fucking designer to do that just to do the accessories like that would be so cool like your job is just to do all of the accessories for this movie it's just it's neat i think it's so cool so yeah i mean there's tons there's tons of shit online about it jules is gonna buy a shirt so um you know it happens it happens people people buy shit i bought a 10 things i hate about you shirt just like <gasps> jules did it's apparently i just sh- got did you get it it got shipped. yeah
2: I, yeah i just got the email that it shipped. i know sam
0: i'm like waiting for it i'm like. Oh another shakespeare takeoff taming of the shrew shakespeare was a big deal and a big theme in the 90s too to like turn yes. a lot of shakespeare films into movies and things but i also want to see a midsummer night's dream which mike told me about yesterday he's like oh it's really good with uh really christian good. bale it- and michelle pfeiffer Michelle
1: pfeiffer yeah and I've it's it. 90s and so we'll do that i think macbeth came out that year too yeah an adaptation and oh did you ever
0: see *O* with josh hartnett yeah. And Julia he, Styles. I, I didn't like that. Um, it was, I mean, it's Josh Hartnett, so I'm a little biased, because um, <laughs> I love him. And I just started watching the Black Mirror with him in it. Oh, um, the cool. New Black Mirror. I watched the first two Black Mirrors. I don't know if either one I of you... I watched
2: have... half of the first
0: one, and I was not into it. I
1: watched the first one, and I hated it. I didn't I was like, like the first one, This is one, really no. dumb. The second one was...
0: Okay. It was alright. It was better than the first. Yeah, I didn't like the first one. Mm. Um, but... The third one so far with Aaron Paul and Josh Hartnett seems interesting, but it's a bit longer. So I think I watched like 15 minutes of it, but it's like over an hour. It's like a more of a film, I guess, but it's Josh Hartnett. So I'm glad that he's in something like current, which is cool. Uh, sweet. Does anyone have any more fashion notes? We can move on to music. Cool. I think that was it. I mean, music is just, we all know this fucking soundtrack, Capitol Records. So a lot of Capitol artists are on this. Uh, Garbage, Jai's favorite radiohead. Um, I love that Radiohead is the intro to to Romeo, like that. And the end yeah, is the last the song.
1: Yeah. Which is like, of mm-hmm. course, it had to be Radiohead because it's like a really dramatic, sad mm-hmm. scene. And mm-hmm. it's um yeah, exit exit music. It's just so good.
0: Is that that's on OK Computer,
1: right? Um, that way is you know, in like a computer, but the other one was a B-side. Yeah, Is talk, it, show, talk host. show
0: host. Yeah.
1: I mean, so I think you, now it's in, like, compilations and stuff, but at the time it was a B-side, so you couldn't really... Unless you had the album, you know?
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, Jules, what do you think?
2: I I mean, I, I brought it up earlier, but it was the song that got me to watch the movie was Whatever I Had a Dream by Butthole Surfers. Yeah,
0: that's cool.
2: That song was that's so good. Cool. Um, I already knew the Radiohead songs um you know like the cardigans love fool Mm -hmm. um but it it's a it's a good it's a good soundtrack and i love movies that do that where i mean i guess this is set in the 90s but the soundtrack kind of reminds me of like a similar film vibe as marie antoinette Mm -hmm. um using like these like uh more modern songs to like a um you Know an older concept,
0: I can but see it, yeah. Yeah, I, can I, see I think
2: it. I think my favorite was uh, Whatever I Had a Dream. It's it's a really um, I, I'm kind of bummed that it, it didn't actually play in the movie. Like, there's just one spot where um, Tibble is like kind of introduced, and you just hear the opening guitar mm-hmm. of the song, but the song is so um. Dirty and grimy Mm -hmm. and moody that I really wish they used it kind of when everything is falling apart. Um, I think it would have been a really good addition, but like I'm still glad they at least used like the guitar line, uh like with Tibble. But I think it's a badass song.
0: It is so badass. And not to mention I was so obsessed with this movie that i there's a volume two that came out which is all the orchestral score and it's basically some of the opera Nellie hooper <laughs> so it's like there's some like trip-hop elements in yeah um in this oh, too yeah. which is really like, fucking ang- cool yeah. um which i love and also we get like when doves cry we get like the prince oh cover. my god yes.
1: that yeah. covers so good
0: so good um what are your favorites jai what are your like standouts from this well, one
1: well obviously the the two radio. songs by radio <laughs> Go ahead, yeah but um i love crush by garbage because i was so obsessed with garbage at the time i mean those were the albums that i was playing like nonstop. that album was just so great every song in it was like great you know Mm -hmm. um but i mean yeah i have the i have the um the soundtrack so this will be on repeat like the soundtrack the entire thing because i even love even though it's not really my type of music i love the um uh hang on is it like kissing you Mm mm-hmm song. it's such a beautiful song i'm kissing you whatever i love angel that was already like i knew that song but literally every every song feels like really special and it's different do you know what i mean and i think that's why it's so cool like this is not like none of these songs or artists are similar at all
0: like every piece
1: of music was for yeah i mean the the, the, the song by the boy like the chorus what is that song called
0: everybody's free
1: everybody's free i mean i love that yeah. version you know
0: i like bald like every time i watch that wedding i'm just like tearing up I'm like oh my god it's such a good yeah, it's song really emotional. yeah yeah it's, so it's really good. cool
1: i just yeah i feel like they did an amazing job with the soundtrack and i love it oh this is a kind of soundtrack that you can listen from beginning to end like there's no one song that you'll skip No.
0: I love every song. I love the Everclear song, Local God.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're so, like, super catchy. And the Cardigan song is quite catchy as well. I mean, they were everywhere. Yeah, that
0: was, like, a huge fucking song. That was,
1: like, on MTV, like, every five minutes. And
0: same with Garbage. Number One Crush was every mm-hmm. on the radio everywhere it was nuts i think it actually went four times platinum in the u.s
1: really yeah Gosh. the soundtrack
0: yeah it was like that big it was it was this is when we mention this i think all the time but it's you know fine to mention it again but this is when soundtracks like sold the film like this mm-hmm. soundtrack i think was released probably like right around the time that it came out but i think that um like Love Fool, I think was out like September of ninety six. It was out like right before the movie, so people knew it, and people kind of were you know super excited about things would come. The soundtracks would come out before the movies, and then you were like, yeah, Oh my god, would. cool! So by the like, time uh, the
1: movie came out, were back. just so invested. I know. You know, like, Is it
0: yeah. music rights? Like, what's going on? Is it just music I, rights? Why are they not doing soundtracks what like they used to?
2: I have no idea, but that's how I would like find a lot of new music was through movie soundtracks yeah and it used to be like a like the soundtrack was just as important as the
0: movie yeah completely but now it's like because it's not physical seat like cd sales which is mm-hmm. what helped promote the movie so now it would just be like spotify so i guess it wouldn't have the same impact also
2: it's it's hard to find i mean like spotify does have Movie albums, but like a lot of them are playlists. Yeah. Like it's not an actual like album. I mean, I think there are some, but it's kind of hard to find an actual album soundtrack. Like, I know when I was looking for the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack, like yeah, it's just a playlist of the songs.
0: Yeah, that's what's so crazy is that now I feel like it's just not. I guess it just doesn't come into play. I'm sure it's music rights too because they have that. Thankfully, it's cleared when they stream the movie, you know, because now you have TV shows that can't even use the same music that they used when they had it. But at least they've cleared it for streaming. Could you imagine if they didn't have any of the songs in this and they were like, mm. we couldn't get the rights for streaming. So we just had to, like, keep the songs like, you know, orchestral or like some type of instrumental. But also I have to say the instrumental volume two. I don't know if that's on Spotify. I seriously doubt it. But, I mean, I could always look. But I love the the one that's just the... It has dialogue from the film mixed in with, like, the opera and some of the, like, trip-hop kind of instrumentals that you hear. It's really cool. It also reminds me of, like, the Dust Brothers and, like, the Fight Club soundtrack, which I also had, which was all, like, cool instrumental Dust Brothers. And then it had, like, the Pixies on it, which I thought was really cool. Sweet. I love that. So cool. Does anyone have any more music notes? Because we'll move on to our standout scenes. Because there's? I a lot. I think
2: we're all good with uh, with music. Yeah,
0: cool. All right. So, what are your what's your standout scene, Jules? What's your first? Okay.
2: One? I have I have multiple, um. But I would my first one is going to be um where they're like underneath the covers, underneath the sheet. Oh yeah. I think that's like that was a part where like my heart was just melting, mm-hmm. um, and then the um, the fish tank scene. Oh God, that was oh my God! There's a part where he just like he like motions a kiss, and I was like,
0: ah! oh, he goes towards the glass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, God, how are they doing this? Like how?
2: Those were like the two scenes where I was just like. I, I was just a puddle,
0: <laughs> literally, <laughs> uh, literally a I puddle. Was just,
2: I was literally just like live texting Lauren as I was watching it. I know I you're
0: like, like oh. the fish tank scene. I was like, this is so funny, like <laughs> listening to someone like go through this movie like and i'm just like yep yep have you gotten to the elevator like the elevator oh my god (laughs) i was like like, yeah this is kind of a a big deal (laughs) this movie was kind of a big deal
2: there are so many good scenes like i i loved the party scene i even loved the scene um with uh with Romeo and Tybalt when it's kind of like the showdown and he shoots Tybalt
0: oh, I love that I love um, that entire chaos from like yeah, Mercutio's that's my death yeah. and then him like I just love the way he like grabs Mercutio like when he died and he like pulls him towards him and you can tell his body is like all limp and then he like you know drops him and then he stands over him and then you just see like this click and then he just like bolts it to his car and then you see like when Volio like run after him like no 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 and then you see him just like run away and then just that whole chaos of that whole that whole sequence where he's like driving the car and he's like you know he's like rage and I love it's raining and it's at night mm-hmm. like it's all just like ah uh, like I've, I didn't breathe the last like half of this movie I was just like oh my god yeah <laughs> this is crazy what about you Jai do you have any yeah, standouts the same.
1: I, I, it's from the moment that t climbs comes to the beach or arrives and that whole sequence until then Romeo arrives and then um, Mercutio dies. You know, that whole scene, like, the whole sequence is, like, really cool. Like, mm-hmm. I love it. I love the drama of it or everything. Um, and I love the scene, how you see him, like, floating at the end. Oh, no, actually, sorry, that's the second one. And then when Leo chases t and kills him, and then he's just kind of, like, floating
0: I guess like I love
1: the drama of it all. Yeah. Like, those are my favorite. And I, I guess more than this, I mean, I guess it is a scene. But when Romeo goes to the chapel, and that the chapel is all lit up oh and it's just God. so beautiful. But That's it's just so... like a beautiful like scene because of the set design. You know, it's yeah. not really happening. Like not nothing really is happening besides the fact that he finds her dead. He's pretty like confused. But I love. How, how beautiful they are like cinematographically speaking Do you know
0: how did they not how did i just want to know how leo was not nominated i i want to like go back to see like who was doing academies i know they they don't like nominating young actors like they just well, don't
1: that, and also the film didn't feel serious compared to like everything that normally wins yeah it's that's true not,
0: especially in they the never 90s. nominate
1: anyone even if they're incredible in a film that's not like I, well i mean you know what i mean You could have been nominated say, for basketball diaries like, he could have been done easily. For that.
0: sure. Like that's pretty serious. Yeah. It's like a biopic, which they mm-hmm. love. But just even the last scene. Apparently, another behind the scenes thing was that Claire Danes was like so moved by that that she started crying, and it almost ruined the scene. Like when he was doing like the the whole monologue, like while she's dead, that she was oh, like yeah. so moved. But like I was like, <laughs> yeah, how could you lay there and try to be fake dead, and yet he's like, I mean, he's like crying his like, you can hear like his nose running. I mean, you can hear like he's actually emoting. Like, and it's, it would be hard for me to keep it together to be like completely still and I have to be dead. But so I can totally see how that would happen. But that whole scene, I mean, it's just so tragic, but just so, especially his bit when he just, just when he wasn't standing in the chapel, like, and you see all the crosses like on the pews and he's just standing there is the out, like that's a still. I think that you see a lot anyway. Oh yeah, of him standing there, and that it's just. And then I love when they die, and it like you get the aerial shot, and it looks like they're like in the stars because the candles yeah. look like they're in the sky, and, and that's just the prologue yeah, and the epilogue basically says that. Yeah, which is which is really cool. I love that. I, I also really love that we just mentioned it. I mean, you mentioned it, Jules, about like when they're in the sheets and stuff. I fucking love that whole scene. Do I also you? love that so many of their romantic moments have no dialogue. Like yes. the fish tank scene, when she, when he comes to her room uh, at night after he's killed Tibble. like there's no words at all. Like yeah. she's trying to figure out what happened. I actually had to
1: like skip that because I was like, this is too cheesy. This is like it's cringy. I don't want to watch it.
0: Oh, wow. No, but I. That
1: whole like when they kiss and everything, it's just like too much. It's the dialogue oh, in the I'm scene. Surprised. I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm skipping this because I. I'm not 13 anymore and I'm kind of over it, but...
0: Oh, I think it was really cute. <laughs> I, yeah, thought it was no. really, I thought it was really <laughs> I was good. Like, um, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I also thought that when he, in the next morning, when the mom, like, or the nurse, like, comes in and then the mom's, like, coming and then he has to, like, run out of the room... And then he falls into the pool. It was like, how did anyone not hear this? How'd the mom not hear a person, like, um, fall into right. this pool right there yeah, and see him, like, coming up? When he comes up out of the water, he looks so much like Michael Pitt. It's, like, crazy. He does, that's a big reason why does. I think Michael Pitt was, like, kind of a hot... nut. Nah, he was never a hot commodity like Leo, but he looks so much like Leo, especially mm-hmm. when he was in, like, Dawson's Creek, like, in that era. Like, he had the same kind of hair. He has, like, that blonde, like... You know, like that kind of vibe. That a little bit younger, but he always reminded me so much of Michael Pitt. Which I feel like Michael Pitt could have done a movie like this. I think he's like a really good actor. He could have done like a Shakespearean thing. He could still. I mean, he could still do it. But, but uh yeah, I feel like they remind me so much of each other. Like they could be brothers. Like they, I, they I just, think so.
1: They could definitely could be like cousins or brothers. Yeah, yeah, like
0: they look really, really similar. I mean, just the whole like. I also really love. <laughs> I mean, this is my funny note I wrote. I love the, the part where they're taking drugs on the beach. I just love that whole, uh, right before the party, and you see, like, the fireworks all, like, they're taking, like, ecstasy, I'm assuming, is what it is. But but it's, like, I love that whole sequence. And then, then it goes right into Mercutio's, like, what? And then you see, like, young hearts. And he's, like, dancing. And then he has, like, the whole, like, crew dancing. He has the bigger wig on now. And he has, like, the cape. And he has, like, a whole, like, choreography going. And I love how you see it from from Romeo's perspective. And he's like, he's like spinning around the room and he's just Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God. And he just looks so crazy. And then that's when you get like the, then it calms down. That's when he's like the fish tank. And that's when he first sees her after the swimming pool, when they first meet the like, you know, Romeo, where art thou Romeo scene, the really famous one. That one I love after when he's on the beach with his boys and he's kind of, like, recapping what happened the night before. I wrote, how much is Leo acting here? This is totally him and the Pussy Posse, like, every day. (laughs) Like, this feels like Leo. Like, like, yo, guys, what's up? And I love how he's like, yo, Capital Punks. Like, and he's talking to them. I also love how um, Benvolio calls him, like, Romeo. (laughs) I love how he's like that. I think that's really cool. And I just love him and Mercutio's relationship. I just love yeah. how they're like fun yeah. together and but they're like brothers and I love how upset he is. And I love how he, he interacts with Tibble too, Mercutio. I love that he taunts him and like obviously that drives Tibble over the edge, but I just kinda love that that whole vibe. But I mean Yeah. Everything I love Balthazar too, Jesse Bradford, the guy in Swim oh, yeah. Fan, and oh, bring it on. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> I love him too. I like his outfit. He has like a kind of he at one point I think has he's I think at Romeo and Juliet's wedding he's like the other the guy with him the guy standing at the altar with Romeo oh, yeah because yeah, he's like the only one who knows about him and I like how he says um, when he leaves him at the gas station like at the end before he goes into the chapel and he's like um, I leave you here like you know this is I'm I'm gone like this is it and he's just like you know and he's just I forgot what he says he says something to him like either like live well or like not farewell but it's something else and I like how he leaves him and then he like you know drives the car and he's he's always been there like he's sleeping in the car while he's with Juliet like he's like very silent but still yeah. like an important part of it which I think is cool mm-hmm. uh, does anyone have any quotes like specific quotes I just have one written down that I really like I have
1: one I feel like that kind of captures a whole
0: Oh yeah, what's, what's, your, what's
1: yours? Juliet says, my only love sprung from my only hate To early seen known, and known too late I like that
0: Yeah, I like that too Aww. What about you, Jules? Do you have any standout yeah, quotes?
2: It's, uh, "Is Tibble Peace, I hate the word as I hate hell all Montagues
0: <sighs>
2: And then the I bite my thumb at the."
0: Yeah, I like that too <laughs> Um, I like the romeo outside the chapel temp not a desperate man yeah <laughs> like, I like that and i also like the the whole thing that he has when he's in mantua when he finds out that juliet's dead when balthazar tells yeah. him and he just has that whole soliloquy in his shirt like unbuttons in perfect timing i was like how did they do this <laughs> like how does and then, he, then you see his face just contort and it's like he's just like full-on emotion emotion crying like all of a sudden it's just like I was like, how the fuck is he doing this? Like, how does... so good at doing that. Yeah, I mean, like, I've how does that. he... He's he is just as good something. as Claire Danes at crying on command. She's another, like, mm. incredible crier like she when she, she cries yeah, it's like her whole she's a face. professional cry yeah she <laughs> is she definitely is and especially in my so-called life rayanne even makes fun of it she's like oh you know when her like bottom lips starts to quiver and she gets like this and then ricky walks up and he's like why are you crying like angela <laughs> she's and like, in
1: homeland I that's don't... literally all she does in yeah, homeland for the yeah.
0: entire show it's so know? crazy it's really funny um, I mean, there's everything about this movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on, like, Max and probably somewhere else. Rent it if you haven't, because it's good to at least watch. But, I mean, it's good to take this trip down memory lane and to hear from, from you, Jules, on your, like, introduction.
2: I loved yeah. it. I'll watch it again. Oh, hell I yeah. It.
0: I will totally <laughs> so watch it again. I mean, I own it. So, I own it on DVD. So, um, So, yeah. I mean, if there are any other final thoughts final notes romeo forever romeo and juliet forever it's basically it yeah i i loved
2: it i'm i'm glad you guys pushed me to watch it and i'm sorry it took so long lost in translation
0: <laughs> it's coming up yep. next that one's next you, one's next. you have my, to watch my that. final
1: thoughts i loved it but i don't want to watch it again ever again <laughs> <I know. 'cause> <laughs> wow, <laughs> this, is, this is
0: uh, this is cool though this is this is a cool uh it's good to have conflicting conflicting takes yeah i
1: just can't do it i can't even watch movies it's just not for me like yeah. i don't
0: i think it's, it's just i think it's
1: part of our i feel like it's beautiful to watch something really great once maybe twice
0: you know but i don't yeah i just can't do it it's hard for me to watch new stuff for this reason because i'm like why can't i just watch something i already know what happens yeah <laughs> so I mean, you're missing out so much i know my attention span's pretty ones. awful like, it, it's, it's, like, pretty terrible. Unless it really grabs me. For me, a movie has about 20 to 25 minutes. I feel like if you can't do it in there, I'm not going to spend another hour watching this. Like, it's, yeah. I don't feel like it's going to get any better for, for me. It's just not going to grab me. If a movie grabs me in the middle, then that for me, it hasn't done its job. It should grab me pretty quick. I should be interested mm-hmm. in the story, at least, you know? Um. So, yeah, that's that's how it is for me. And I, I'll try to change, but i may or may not watch elvis we don't know verdicts out i do have to watch strictly ballroom though that is one that i want to watch so yeah um yeah follow the fucking podcast patreon whatever review do all that fun stuff and we'll see y'all in the next one bye bye